Yo, is the real truth. We back up in here. I say podcast. Ready to get it popping. Real shit. And it's DJ Rain checking in like this. And ladies, if you don't give a fuck about the hot girl summer, that's cool. You know, uh, big girl winner, a keep em warm winner, a.k.a. is coming soon. So your thick chunk ass is going to still be in full effect coming soon, baby. This nigga counting down. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you can't wait. Hey, Ooh, man. yeah. But, yo, we about to get into a Carolina music review. Mm. Got the artist fresh out of Dade County, South Carolina. Dade County, South Carolina. Mafla. <laughs> Mafla. Woo! Homie Dope Boy Vaughn. Name Real of the song shit. is Perks for Pain. Yeah. It's your boy. Hey, I based this on a true story, man. Free the real. R.P. the trail. Free Melly, RPK. Yo. I told my dog that I love him. A week later, found out he undercover. Man, that shit hurt me to my soul. Pray to God he don't send me up that road. Born black, that's two strikes, that's against me. Made me think twice, then who really with me? When I see the color blue, I think of Nipsey. Hustle, gotta do it every day. I refuse to be a slave. Can't work nine to five, need a million nine. F the other side, Draco on my side. God is on my side. You ain't fair, you lie. Forget you, yeah, I tried. Now I know I take these perks for the pain. I remember trapping hard in that rain. I lost my best friend from a shot to the brain. I got revenge, some say I went insane. They should've stayed in they lane and not my lane. This boy, he lift your ass up just like a crane, no You think your honey will turn your ass to change, no I like Ben Tager, but I'm in love with that Musain, huh Reminiscing from the projects, how things change, huh She ain't used to like me, now she in love, huh Now it's cause I got my money all up, huh Free that nigga Melly and my little brother And my kids, my son, feel like that's on my mother All these perks, all these perks, all these perks for this pain All these perks all these purse, all these purse, all these purse for this pain. Got me taking all this for this pain. Got me taking all this for this pain. For this pain. For this pain. Purse, 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 purse for 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 pain. Yeah, so out of Dade County, South Carolina, we got the homie, Dope Boy Vaughn. Mafla, South Carolina. Yeah, name of the song, Perks for Pain. Mafla, Mafla. Anderson from South Carolina. Mafla, Mafla, Mafla. Dope Boy Vaughn. Mafla. Yeah, I'm from uh, Detroit, Carolina. Where? You know, by uh, way of uh, Baton Rouge, Carolina. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Uh, the Mafla. Uh, man, but shit, Dope Boy Vaughn, man, I, I like it. You know, I I think really the thing that caught me is when I was actually listening to the lyrics and he was like the shit he was saying, like the reason he, he had pop perks for pain, it, it came from like a real place, man. So I, I right. fuck with that shit. You know what I'm saying? It was still melodic, you know, like real shit. I could see it as more like a single. Good shit. 
Okay. We want to hear more from Dope Boy Vine. Homie. Right. So you stamp it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I rock with uh, Dope Boy Vine, you know. I ain't got no complaints. Um, I like it. It was content. You mm. know, it wasn't just I'm popping perks just to be out of my mind. But it's right. like, to your point, he was actually talking about why he did it. Shout out, you know, niggas he done lost, niggas who locked up. So, you know, I fuck with it. Um, DSC, Dade, South Carolina, we got one. You know, so good shit. Appreciate it. They kind of Kalana. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, <clears throat> man, we go um, cycle on here into what we had going on the last week. Um, you know, just the same shit, man. Really just grinding it out. Um, we had a great show out at uh, fucking 1243 for the G-Man Foundation. Mm. Shout out to Chad mm. and his family. Really mm. enjoyed that shit. Shout out the uh, lovely Big O. You know, great shit there. Um, the artist, mm. DeVille, um, who painted that picture of Nipsey. Dope shit. And all the other artists who was out there. What was the artist's name that painted it again? Uh, DeVille Paints, I think. That's dope. That's yeah, dope. He's from DeVille, so yeah, that's his name. But um, outside of that, right back to work mode, working on a new EP. Um, name of the shit is Raised Right. So damn, be on the lookout for that. October thirty first on Halloween, I'm smacking y'all with this shit. So more shit on the way. What you done had going on, Anderson? And I'd like to say I, I attended that event and um <clears throat> He did. And is it was very, very flattering. Like he gave me a uh, he gave me a shout out and uh nobody knew who the fuck I was because I didn't like, you know, niggas get shout out, they raise their hand and be like, Hey, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, so I just kept sipping my drink. Some niggas was like, who the fuck is Ray? But yeah, man, um, what I was saying, I, I told him, I was like, man, like seeing you live perform, like you actually have a, a performance and you engage the crowd, like you can perform. It made me like songs that make me want to go back and listen to songs that I, ne- I wouldn't necessarily like in love with the beat because of the way you spit and the way man. you spit it. And I even joked with you. I was like, I didn't think you'd be able to perform for shit. I thought you'd have a horrible show. Damn. Very like non uh, non active. But so I was very, I was very, I was very, very thoroughly impressed. Kind of like that gig you when uh you went to that gig that time and you was like, whoa, like I'm impressed by you. I haven't seen you really do it like that. So I was, I was like excited. So that was cool. Uh, aside from that, man, it's been a long week, bro. I kept. I kept my baby, baby fat, who was eight months old, all week mm-hmm. by myself. Good shit. Yeah. Every diaper. Every burp. Hell, you know what I'm saying? It was real in the field. So I'm exhausted. Oh, that's great. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but man, it was like a, it was a fantastic, fantastic experience, man. And and, and you know, I, I we really bonded it, you know, I feel like and it was a special moment, you know, and I feel like you know, um, I don't know a whole lot of dads, you know, who would really want to have a, you know, a baby that young uh, by themselves, you know. But, you know, I'm thankful that I have been doing shit, it every week. Real dads should. I mean, but, you know, some of them just like they're afraid to even touch a baby that's once oh, they that small, you know, and yeah. stuff like that. Not even the fact that they, you know, care, you know. Yeah. So it was cool, man. But I will say if I hadn't been doing that shit like. Every week, you know what I'm saying? I would not have been prepared for what the fuck she had going on and what she had in store for me. Like I, I started calling her Thug Life after that, after this week, 
because Jesus. like because for real because like she literally slaps me in the fucking face mm-hmm. pulls my beard and my hair mm-hmm. she she came basically she came to the crib and she was basically saying nigga fuck everything you got going on fuck your job nigga fuck DJing nigga fuck the shows you like to watch nigga fuck all the time you like to sleep nigga I'm here Something to change your whole fucking agenda. And you know what? Don't fuck up. Because if you fuck up, I'm going to yell and scream in this motherfucker and yell at you while you fix the shit you fucked up. That's basically when she was saying da-da and, you know what I'm saying, good. and That's what she was telling me. And she basically wound my ass the fuck out. So I literally started calling her thug life. But I got it right, nigga. Like, I had bottles prepped and ready before she even got hungry. You know what I mean? We were on, we were on clockwork. So it was just adventures in daddy land for me for the most part, daddy. But that shit was cool. Well, great job. Yeah, man. Popo. You know? Super rain. Excellent job. Daddy rain. I, mean, I got to get her some little, I got to get her a little dope onesie. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? My daddy's a dope ass DJ. Fuck your daddy whore. You know what I'm saying? Get a little onesie or something like that. You know, just something cute and witty. You know. You have a nigga get on your ass. Nah, whatever. Can't get on the baby's ass. They can't get on the baby. <laughs> They're gonna have to come bring that pressure to me. But you gotta let baby, let baby live. All right, so we gonna transition real quick into two South Carolina news articles from last week. Oh. First one: South Carolina cop charged as a peeping tom. Yes. So, uh, Mark. Anthony Bolden. Hold on, let me guess. Let me guess by that name, Mark Anthony. He's white. No, this guy's black. Fuck! Damn it! Fifty-four years Another old. Another L. Uh, oh, no, he can't fuck still. Cause that's. A <laughs> I was thinking about Anquan Bolden, but this nigga went, <laughs> went to fuck still. Yeah, wow. They go about her way, but it said new images were Damn. found on a laptop computer. It said, according to the warrant, Bolden videoed his victim in a nude state while she was changing clothes. Victim? Oh, yeah. I mean the victim of his peep yeah, timery. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The alleged victim was unaware of the videos, which were stored on the defendant's laptop computer. The videos were made between March 18th through the 25th in Pickens of County. Of this year? Of this year. So, so he's terminated. So wait a minute. Let me just let me make sure I'm adding this up accurately. This old fifty-plus-year-old nigga, yeah, lost his job for staring at pussy, not getting any pussy. That bitch must have been bad. But staring like a perv, and then saving his perv yeah. behavior on a laptop, mm-hmm. and that's why he—that's basically why he lost his job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You a dumb motherfucker, yeah. and Mark Anthony. The but fuck see- was that his name? <laughs> Anthony Dumbass, uh, dumbass. Dumb fucking. <laughs> Bolden. We'll say Officer yeah. Bolden. You know. Y'all have something like Fuck Step Bolden? Yeah, motherfucker done fucked up, man. Oh, shit, man. But um, yeah. That's the only thing I could think of. Not saying his behavior is excusable by any means, but damn, she had to be really bad that you wanted to do that shit and <laughs> save it, nigga. Like, you know, you know somebody in jail asking right now. They whipping out a smartphone and they yeah. find them there and they clown and they're like, "No, nah, yeah. nigga, you for that shit? Yeah, yeah. you old motherfucker." Like, shit, now I done, I done seen like women. You know, you'll see a woman online or something, and you'll be like, "I, I are you saying you'll nah, see a woman nah, and be nah. like, I can stalk her?" Nah, I'll be like, "Damn, like I don't know." It just go through my head like, "Damn, she look like she smells lovely." You know <laughs> what? what I'm saying for real, like from I the love, internet. Yeah, like I love a good smelling woman, and she just looks like, damn, she probably smelled great. 
Like, Renny Rucci looks like she smells delicious. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> she does, man. Like, she looks like she fucking smells great. Um, Have you, Well, let me ask you this. Just to try to put a flaw in your theory. Have you ever seen a picture of a woman that looked good and you like, she looks like she smells bad? Yeah. Cause she she looks she looks hot like she's sweating, like some women I know. You seen pictures nice of women and you like she. I'm saying not meeting them in person, but like yeah, she looks like, like she, she smells like bad. She smell oh, good. Okay, yeah, like she look like she got mothballs in her crib, shit like this. So from that picture, like saying if you were single with that picture, you would never fuck with her if based on bad, that picture. If you saying if she bad, like she she attractive to you. I, I I pull up on her just to test the nose myself. I wouldn't just let the, you know what I mean. I test the nose myself, but you know I'd probably be right. Have you ever went to a woman's crib and you just get like um like a foul stench in there? Like you just like oh yeah, what is that? Oh yeah, like, you don't even know what it is, but it shouldn't be in no any woman's home. Use it though, you could tell immediately what it is. It's like she they ain't clean her fridge out. Um. Her dirty clothes is overflowing. Um, she has some clothes in the dryer that she never turned the dryer on to dry, and they've soured. Like it's all mm. kind of different. different those are smells, different. Those are man. completely different. This she is got like a, a kerosene, a heater. sharp, <laughs> pungent. No, it's like a sharp, pungent odor that feels like like hygiene, odor? like like a hygiene like factor is missing from the equation, and it's a pungent kind of odor. Like, like you're like, yep, I can just I cannot sit down. Like a like a fish smell? I mean it's not even like a fish a fishy pussy kind of a thing. It's just like a, a distinct razor sharp pungent smell. And it might be trying to it's like drowned out with like some fucking nah. nice smell good, but it's still there sharp as fuck. I, I can't say I done smell that and, and the reason being cause if I would have I would have left immediately. Nah, that's what that's yeah. what you do. Yeah, I was going I said like I just that. said, you don't be like I don't need to sit down. Yeah, no. Nah. Uh, Nah, you just nah. do like like in basketball. You just pivot. You know what I'm saying? A, a Keep your same pivot foot and turn the fuck around. If a woman had that smell, knowing you coming over, she ain't got no respect for herself or you. So you don't need to <laughs> fuck with her. Because if she know, like, oh, I got niggas from the come <laughs> hey, over you and ever fuck the, You ever fuck the woman who had her kids in the bed? Man, we done talked about <laughs> <I don't know>. that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Does she have any respect about herself? Uh, at the time, yeah, the way she had the baby <laughs> position. You know? <laughs> Yeah, she had had a lot of respect by herself Cause, yeah Good You know um, (laughs) Damn, the last news article South Carolina woman goes to jail for not mowing her grass Mm. Um, Well, what's her name? I want to guess this one too I just want to be It doesn't give her name uh, But she got What did she do? I'm going to guess Unsanitary yard They gave her a $100 fine She didn't pay it so they locked her ass up. See, now, if I was going to guess, there's some filthy motherfuckers of every race and ethnic group. So, but I feel like if... Just you, keep it real. She's black. <laughs> no. No, nah, seriously, because, you know, I ain't trying to be funny, but most black people, they'll move into an area that's above their means. <laughs> and they'll be like, well, I pay for the house, but I ain't going to get no lawnmower. I have Rodney come over and cut it every two weeks. And nah, then I don't Rodney think it's that. I feel like if a black person got a fine, they would, before it got to the point of going to jail, they would take care of it. I feel like this is like a, somebody who has the means and didn't, and I, that, but therefore it makes me think it's like a now white person. You got person. a choice it's a white person. paying to get your grass cut 
or paying to put gas in the car? What you think, damn, the average nigga go do? I'm just saying, if you get a letter saying at this point, this is like that final, <laughs> like that final light bill notice. You understand? Know before they really go come and get you, when you get that notice, you gotta act accordingly, man. You know. Shit, man. Listen, we go. That's the news for the week. We gonna go ahead and kick off some of these topics. The first topic is. And I'm tired of hearing about this shit. This Popeye shit. Shut the fuck up already. Ah. We understand they got a new chicken sandwich. (laughs) We understand y'all motherfuckers done tried the shit. We understand y'all got an opinion on it. Outside of Chick-fil-A. I'm sick of the memes. (laughs) I'm sick of fucking... This was a topic of conversation at the barbershop. Out of all places. Well, you know, niggas are going to talk about chicken. I'm like, so. man, I didn't come here for this shit, man. But niggas like, are going to talk about chicken. But why you damn living up to the stereotype? You out here talking about chicken, you know, when you done sent your kid back to school without hey, proper school supplies. Depending on every, depending on optics, there's literally nothing you could do as a minority that somebody wouldn't have already stereotyped, if you think about it that way. Everything we do. So, But, Naka, what you think? Did you try one? You know, with the Popeyes Man, I refuse to be waiting in some fucking stupid ass line in Greer for some fucking Popeyes. I haven't been to a Popeyes since I was like in Atlanta or, you know, or Louisiana. Right. So I haven't tried it. I don't even I, fuck with bread, so I ain't going to try no, it. I, I just think it's funny. We were just talking about how we, you know, and not with my, not me, I mean motherfuckers. When I say we like on social media, we're mad at Jay Z. This is unfair. We're making a big deal about this. And then you immediately shifted to chicken. A, a week yeah. later, your motherfucking mind frame immediately went to motherfucking crispy. Uh, yeah, so, um, you know, at the same time, I don't give a fuck. But I will, I will say this, because I hate stereotypes. But I, I'm going to bring this up. Nigga, in Simpsonville, I went to the Publix. And I got there at like 10 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to defer myself from going to Zaxby's at 10.30. So I said, let me go get some groceries and cook. And they had these motherfucking chicken tenders and baked chicken. And uh, I was like, that shit look good as fuck. I had some wedges. <laughs> and I got that shit. Nigga, I swear to God, they put some crack on they motherfucking chicken. in Simpsonville Publix, niggas. Hey, Act like you know. Get right, there at 10. Right. Don't sleep on that the Publix, was, Publix now. And then I was talking to a lady and she said, there's like, she... Because, you know, Pogues people are always well-informed and they're, and they're good customer service. She right. was telling me that if there's a national taste test. You know what the number one chicken in terms of taste reviews and, like, commercially sold nationwide is? What? It's Popeye's. And you know who's number two? Guess who's number two? Publix. You're fucking right. You saw where I was going with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Publix is number two. Not <laughs> Chick. Not KFC. Not none of that shit, nigga. You know, I can make a chicken wrap. I should make I a mean, rap. I mean, once again, though, now we got to. <clears throat> did you fact check? Because you remember last week we was talking about how you let these white folks tell you anything and then you just run with it. Like, no, that was bullshit. No, I, t- I said a quote that I thought was funny, and that's what you you take a piece of what I say, yeah. skew it, and I'm run with it. I'm fact check that lady. I don't believe that shit. Google it now, nigga. Public ladies don't lie to me. I don't know. They they know their she facts might. about their, their 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 product. But damn, one motherfucker had said, you know, dumbass shit. He had put on Twitter like, man, these this is part of the government with this chicken. They go put, <laughs> this nigga said they go put some kind of damn. Chemical was, in it. Yeah, That's the like the movie Undercover. You saw Undercover Brother. Yeah, but That's a motherfucker replied back like, "Yeah, and if they do, we'll be entitled to a huge settlement." <laughs> <laughs> like motherfuckers who been around Roundup. Like 
Niggas is dumb, man. Like, <laughs> niggas is happy as hell about this damn chicken, yo. I ain't never seen nothing like that shit. Like, all Nigga, kind of I had some, I had some slider buns. And some I got, a, you know, like the little small oh, yeah, buns, yeah, like if you're going to yeah, make sliders. Yeah, yeah. I had the little slider buns. And I had this big-ass motherfucking chicken finger. <laughs> I said, you know what? Because I went there to get three. But when I left, I just got seven. Like, fuck it. <laughs> Life is hard. Give me a fucking pound of potato wedges. Damn. <laughs> Give me that shit, nigga. Give me a pound. <laughs> and ate it. Huh. Not all in one sitting, but oh, it was two delicious meals. Hey, hey, for real, With now, the fucking public, town. They subs and wraps, too. Motherfucker, but let me stop down hollering them motherfuckers out because they ain't doing shit. Give for us it. an endorsement. Give us an endorsement. Oh, yeah, yeah. whoa, whoa. Damn. So, first topic we go jump into, man. Hometown jump. hate. You know what I'm saying? How do you deal with it? How do you feel about it? Um, rest in peace to T Grizzly's aunt, who was his manager. Um, he was in his hometown. Him and his him and his aunt was riding around. He went to get out the car. Nigga just rolled up and just. Open fire, his aunt got hit up and killed. Um, he and he just hit. left that yeah, situation. Yeah, so, um, and people were saying, like, he shouldn't have been in his hometown, and, you know, <clears throat> he, should, he shouldn't have been, like, because he always, like, talking some shit, cracking and shit, like, you know, he can go back to the hood and everything, but, I mean, niggas, man, I, I be, I, I keep shit real, like, um, I'm from a small town, Newberry, South Carolina. And it's niggas in my city that I grew up with that don't fuck with me no more. And they feel like, oh, this nigga think he too good. Because niggas be like, oh, you always saying fuck the hood. Yeah, nigga, it was fuck the hood then and it's fuck the hood now. I ain't saying that I'm too good for the hood. But what I'm saying is you got to elevate above the hood, man. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, keeping it real and, and holding down a block that you have no fucking rights to. Like... You you out here defending a block that they can come in and tear your grandma's house down and put up a damn dollar store and you can't do shit about it. So that when I say fuck the hood, that's what I'm saying. Like it's not fuck the people in the hood or forget where I came from. I'm saying like elevate your mind above that shit, bro. Like it's niggas right now. If I go back to the hood, still got on a tall tee. Passing a black around and sharing a, a, a double deuce bill. You know what I'm saying? But that's just the mentality. And some of the niggas ain't never been out of the hood. Nigga, at least get a 40. Yeah, at least get a 40, man. So for me is nah, like you you gotta be you gotta move real careful when you go back to places like that in your hometown, especially when you reach a level of success, cause niggas ain't they don't wanna see you successful. And even now, like I'm not even on, but motherfuckers look at me sideways. When I go back through there to see my fam, I see niggas looking sideways. They don't say shit, but I see how they be looking like, damn, you know what I'm saying? This nigga, you know, and it, it is what it is, but you, yeah, don't get caught up in that shit thinking everybody got love for you. Motherfuckers do not, and as soon as they think you slipping, that's when they go capitalize on your ass, so damn... Just make sure you stay ahead of that. I hate that shit happen, but, you know, Boosie, he be talking about that shit all the time. Hypnotized with hatred. You know, that's mm -hmm. what niggas be, man. Gotta watch that shit in your hometown. Mm -hmm. What you think, Anderson? I think I had a great idea, but you 
stretched your idea out 30 more seconds than you needed to, and then I forgot. Well. No, I'm just playing. But <laughs> look, one thing I wanted to say first is because um, I had two points on that. Uh, a nigga, and I can understand why a nigga in any city feel like they can go back in their hood. But what you got to understand, when it comes to gunplay, all it takes is one nigga, whether he real or not, to prove that theory wrong. You know what I'm saying? I only take one person. I only take one bullet. So uh, you can have that thought, but you do have to be self, you know, self-conscious and understand. And another thing for me, I would say is like a blessing is like, because I move so fucking much. Like, I underst- I had a completely different perspective on like shit like, where you from? Mm-hmm. I had a clear understanding, like, aside from where you from is really who you are and what you stand for as a, as a man or a woman. Right. Like, and that's extremely important. And I also moving a lot when I saw other people who who also kind of marauded across the nation. I really started to have a distaste for people who like acted like, "Oh, I'm from here, so therefore that means something," or "I'm from this block, and that that means something." Because you know, I've seen some enough situations moving where that shit really don't matter either. Yeah. So. Um, I'm thankful that I understood that, you know, and a lot of times people say, hey, where you from, man? I'm from my mama. Where you, you know, yeah. you know, the fuck, you know. Yeah. Where, where are we right now? You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, wherever you from, who, whoever says you are or are not somebody from there, because that's going to happen right. in life, <clears throat> you just need to be able to just stand firm with who you are and not give any extra concern about any of that extra, you know, that that surrounding bullshit, that that shit mm-hmm. that'll only just get you, you know, caught in like a landmine situation. It's it's irrelevant. So they were talking about that shit, you know. Of course, Nipsey died in his neighborhood. They tried to get T Grizzly and his shit, but uh, Vlad TV was interviewing Boosie about that shit. He was like, you know, I'm a solid nigga. I'm certified where I'm from. He said, but you best believe when I go back to my hood. It's a shoot on every corner, and they know you got one job. You don't let nobody get close to me on no dumb shit. They got one job. He was like, and I'm certified, but I don't go in there thinking like, oh, they know me. Ain't nobody gonna try nothing. He was like, hell no, because he was like, they get clout if they if they take me out, they go get clout because there's a lot of niggas who don't fuck with me and they don't want to see me with this shit. And uh, side note, what the fuck are you eating, Marvin? Cause you, it took you like thirty seven seconds to pull. I kept hearing that plastic. You're going, I'm like, just open that motherfucker. What is this? Do you rice want beans? some? No, absolutely not. It doesn't Ugh. look like anything, you know. I mean, besides something crazy. extremely healthy. I just want to know. I mean, like side yeah, note. Well. Moving on. But yeah, fuck man, just watch yourself when you're in 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 areas of people with uh, possible jealousy in their eyesight. Just be on point. Um. So somebody submitted this things that you hate on social media, um, and I, I thought about that. Like, what the fuck do I really hate on social media? And one thing that jumped out at me immediately that I've about had my feel of, <coughs> ladies. Oh God, you would stop the taking fucking pics and captioning a uh, shit with song lyrics. I'm sick of that shit. I, hmm. I, I mean, I really am. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh, what's the one that everybody using lately is, uh, damn, something bad, bitch, and you just doing bad, something. You know, I, don't I see, even know the, who I see the caption a lot, like, um, I don't play tag, bitch, I been it. Yeah, hell oh, yeah, nigga. That's it. 
I done seen about yeah. 37,000 motherfucking yeah. females. Man, get the fuck uh, out of here, yo. Like, please stop that shit already. Filters and angles. Filters and angles. The same fucking uh, caption. God damn it. Um, <laughs> well, you got in that you really hate? I got some um, more in my line. The one I really just, I don't like, and I just see so many people as guilty of, and I'm just like, be mindful. You know, art, artists get out. Just don't act like you in your feelings about motherfuckers supporting you. Don't be like, I'm finna delete motherfuckers. <laughs> or not, you know what I'm saying? Don't get mad. Don't, don't do any of that. Stop it. You know, because... <laughs> It, to me, it speaks to your level of like of professionalism and where you are in the game with your situation. And it's okay to be anywhere in the game, man. But don't be worried. That shit is too petty and too to actually be talking about it and giving focus to. It. Hey, let's talk about why people ain't fucking with me. You know what I'm saying? Like, no, you just create well, listen, content and value. This you know nigga what I'm saying? talked to me about this last week. <laughs> and I'm going to tell you not because I don't give a fuck. I damn walk in my truth and I say what the fuck on my mind. Well, he if cut you, me off. If you tell me you go fucking do something, that's what I expect. And let me tell you why. But he helped me to see because, man, I'm one of the most loyal people that you go come across. If I tell you I'm here and I'm going to do this for you, yeah, put the shit in and write it down. Put it in blood, whatever you want to put it in. Unless something come up, I'm going to call you ahead of time. <laughs> now, listen, I'm going to call you ahead of time and be like, hey, I got this going on. I ain't going to make it. But I'm not finna play no games with you and be like, yeah, you know, I got you. I got you. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah. So, yeah, Anderson talked to me about that shit. Mm, But what I said on the internet, I stand on it. (laughs) I meant every single fucking word of that shit. That if you told me you go do some shit, like, we still cool. But you go get square nigga energy. And that's what the fuck I meant. So, if niggas think, oh, he being sensitive or whatever, hey, nigga. Same energy when you see me. Come holler at my sensitive ass. Period. That's what it is. So okay, so that was yeah. his. That was his. I just his. want to put that out there because I felt <laughs> you were taking a subliminal at me. So oh, I, I was taking a subliminal. That, I, 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 that was really it, before you even went on your rant about you. But I'm glad you made it about yeah. you. I was just speaking in a general sense of all of that. Like it's all unnecessary. Like you know, like that situation. Like we talked about it. And like my ratio. Like. A lot of motherfuckers who fuck with me have, have not been... That was my perspective on it I, that we also talked about. A lot of motherfuckers, you know what I'm saying, have been like, no, I'm, I I can't make it, you know? I mean, well, you've you, you you've not come to my events before, and I and never, I like I said... You, like, hey, I can't make it. But I ain't be like, hey, I'm here, nigga. Like, I'm... I, I'm but what I'm, I'm saying, but, but hold on, you're still ranting and making it about you. What I'm saying is, people are gonna miss... You can't take it to a level of offense, you know... That's what I'm saying. Like I, you know, it just that shit. That shit happened. Motherfuckers mm-hmm. just saying that they go. I agree that the way they said they were gonna handle it, you know. But at the end of the day, it's 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 all on how each and every person validates or understands, you know, that like your guideline is at least communicate with me. Some people just like don't care. Like if you said you're gonna be there, but you don't really know. fuck with me then. If that's nah, how it is, you case. don't really fuck with nah, me. It's not the case necessarily. That's, that's how I was raised. Like. For Not but but I mean but yeah but I mean when it comes to like entertainment is is different and motherfuckers, motherfuckers who fuck with you like as people who fuck with me hard as a DJ you know I mean nobody's ratio is like not even ninety or eighty percent like when they say they're coming out I mean it's really I mean and in, in, in the few that that are you know 
as just rare, honestly, just females, you know, like, yeah. So yeah. you can't, you can't, you can't take it, you know. Like you let me know, but I mean, even if you let me know, and be like, look, nigga, I'm, I'm fucked up. <laughs> I ain't moving. Yeah. You know, that's cool for me. That's our standard. Like that's all you got to say. Yeah. But you know, some people it just it don't matter. So I, like I don't, I don't take it. I like I said, I've never. There's never right. been a time you have never come that it made me feel less like this nigga's not my brother, and that mm. never will be the case. So I'm just saying, you got to have that balance. Like, but I ain't gonna be online like <clears throat> you're right. These other niggas like man. This nigga said this. Uh, no, I, I'm not gonna. I do still, that. I still stand on the principle though. If it's still, it's not even enough worth your time even addressed in it. You know what I'm saying? You can yeah. handle it however you want to. I wouldn't. It ain't even. It ain't worth. Oh no, no, no. I ain't um. I'm definitely but, not. It, but not, not aside from the whole is thing, because I think you think I was talking directly about you. I just addressed you <laughs> first. Now let me finish my thought from the whole overall statement. Jesus like. Christ. I mean, I see a lot of artists, like, you know, I've seen one today, like, I'm finna start deleting people today, because y'all don't really, really support me, you know, it's just like, man. End your career yourself. So many people tell me, I'm gonna just be real, so many people tell me about posts of shit that they didn't like, I get that more than people talking about anything that they actually like. People talk, real shit, more people talk to me about the shit I post on social media that they did not like, did not share. Than people who actually share the support of that shit. And that's just, yeah. uh, I'm just like, whatever. What the fuck? Man, fuck, man. You know, it's just like hitting a red light. Like, you know, certain things in, in like in this line of work, is in, in as your career grows and develops because you have the talent to do so, it's more shit that I look up like, man, this is just a red light. Like, you know, you're going to get some of this shit. You're going to get some niggas from your city hating on you. It don't matter how real or how thorough you are. Somebody going to not like that shit. And somebody not going to give a fuck about what everybody else saying. And they don't give a fuck. Period. That's 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 gonna you gonna get that. Like if you know you're gonna get them red lights every day, just prepare for them red lights. You know, be prepared for that traffic because it's coming every day. You know what I mean? Have the best plan for it, but don't let them red lights get you mad when you know every day, shit, I'm gonna hit this motherfucking red light and it's gonna ruin my day. You got a lot of shit on your on your plate. Everybody, you know what I'm saying? Don't let that red light make you lose your focus on what's down the road. That's how I'm saying. Well, do do understand. Um, <laughs> Again, this is not directed towards you, oh, so don't, okay, we don't have okay, to keep okay, rebutting okay, this shit. I, I didn't know. This is I, not. I zoned out for a minute. I heard you say, "Hey, you don't let those red lights." I heard you, and oh I know I'm God. here, so I was just. But I, was, I got you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm narrating sure. to my people, man. Okay, duly noted. But yeah, artists, shut the fuck up about the support. <laughs> <laughs> Get your shit together, man. Let me do my fucking uh, one of my topics. Damn it! Hold up! I ain't say what else. Go ahead. I ain't say what else. I ain't like though. But go ahead. Oh no! We 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 bled that horse. We bled that mule. Um, I've been doing a theory. This is what I've been doing with a lot of people. And uh, pissing them off. No, no. I have. (laughs) I have been purposefully. Asking motherfuckers questions that have a yes or no answer. And seeing which one of them will just say yes or no. Or motherfuckers will say a whole motherfucking long ass story. Like five minutes worth of bullshit before they get to the actual yes or the no. You still have to ask them again. So that's a yes. So that's a no. And... That's a, that's, a, that's a pet peeve. I fucking hate that. If I ask you a yes or no question, 
I don't need any excuse. Like, did you make it here? Are you coming here? I don't need a man, this, this, this. Yes or no. And if I, after you say the fucking no, if I want to hear more, then give me more. I don't want to hear the bullshit first and leave me wondering, yes or fucking no. Like, I hate that. But here's my theory about this. Because I was watching something about motherfuckers, and I want your opinion on this. Certain conversations that you involve yourself in and certain shit, like, it's all about, at this point, we have to monetize our time. And, and Dame Dash was talking about this shot today. He was like, you know why motherfuckers think I'm an asshole? He was like, because I'm putting my own money up for my shit. And you will, you'll appreciate this for the amount of studio time that you, that you invest in. When motherfuckers are in there and you're investing your own time, I don't give a fuck if it comes off nice. Like, we have to go. Like, I don't have time to hear a background story. I don't have time. Like, don't even come to me with no story about no personal feelings. Don't come at me with a conversation about $1,000 when I want to have $100 million conversations. Like, it's all on how you value and monetize your time. You know, so, like, the motherfuckers, to me, I think it just goes hand in hand. If you a motherfucker that's just like, you got them long-winded explanations. Motherfuckers who have money and who are really successful, they don't want to hear that shit. And you've you seen this like with, with people in high, high corporate positions. If a motherfucker just talking and they start saying some dumb shit, they try to have to act like they're still engaged and they're rolling their eyes like this is some bullshit. Right. Like they want to hear action. They want to hear results. They don't want to hear all that, that fluff. They don't give a fuck. Like, this is a characteristic. I feel like if you can't give a yes or no answer, I think you really are the type of person who's, you know, on the on the shorter end of the stick with that dumb shit. Like, you're not monetizing. Your, your time has low worth monetary value. Well, what's the question? Do you believe yes or no that that's the case? How do you feel about that? <laughs> that's the fucking question. I, Yay or nay? Yay or nay to what? Yay or nay to the whole theory about do these people, first, do they monetize their value? Like, I feel like that's a characteristic of someone who does not monetize their value. But oh, basically, they give excuses. Like before, and, and they can't even give a yes or no answer. Like they can't. They just have to come with all the extra shit. I feel yeah. like that's a characteristic of people who don't monetize their time. But the I question is really, do you believe in monetizing your time, or how do you put that value on your time? Because, like I said, when I asked you about the studio. When you in the studio, I've been with you several times. You don't like a motherfuckers to be bullshitting around, whether it's somebody that you're working with to record their piece or if you're supposed to. You you expect people to have their lyrics memorized if it's on your dime when they come in there to do their shit and yeah. not just be like you don't what you don't go in there and even if it's somebody close to you, they make man. Let me tell you about what happened to me on the way here, yeah, man. We'll talk about it on the way home. You, you say you, know, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like people have a low monetary value on their time, and yeah. I, like in certain conversations, like to me, when people even open their mouth and engage in it, like I start, I I use those conversations to shade people off and tune that out. Like, okay, your mind is on like. You you talking about like oh I I just I love chicken but okay. you know this week that we talked I haven't called you and been like nigga let me tell you about this puck, fuck I'm an amazing Publix chicken right they that's just podcast banter I, there's too much other important things in the in the value of time you know that goes in so you you know well, don't fuck it up yes I think people are definitely not monetizing their time when they do that shit but <clears throat> a lot of times man when people can't give you a yes or no answer. And they just talking. They buying time to figure out what kind of lie that they go come up with. That's that's basically what it is. So full of shit. Yeah. Just just say yes or no. Like yeah. Like hey man. Um. Did you do X Y Z? 
Man, listen. When a <laughs> motherfucker start like that, hey man, listen. No. I was already motherfucker. You ain't did the shit. Like just yeah. let's cut all the shit. You know what say I'm the story because we still gonna yeah. be at the same place at the end of this. At the same spot, right? Yeah. You know, and that's crazy. You said that shit, man. I was down talking to my brother about that shit. The nigga came and down gave me all these excuses about damn some bullshit that I I had down helped him out with, and I was like, just hop to the end. Like I, <laughs> For real, you know, I need more time. You know what I'm saying, <laughs> nigga? Like, I want to hear all that other it's shit. It's crazy. I, I talked to one of my partners about this shit too. One of my one of my little younger homies, man. Um, I was just like, what you gotta understand? I was like, at a certain point in your life, like, you stuck on whether it's a valid excuse or not, man. That I said at the end of the day in the game of life, man, an excuse is still an excuse, right? And excuses don't excuse, and explanations don't explain. Like I live by that. Like yep. at the end of the day, you you just you got a valid reason, but that's a valid reason why you didn't do it. Everybody got a, a valid reason why they're unsuccessful. That's all you're talking that to me. Right. Like I don't even want to hear that. That's but I come off like an asshole. No, my I don't want to hear that. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to hear why you didn't do it. It don't matter. You didn't do it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? And there's no excuse that's going to make me think, hey, the next time I need so to rely on someone, you know, I'm still going to think of the numbers. This motherfucker 0 for 1 or 0 for 2 or yeah, 0 for 5. For I, that excuse ain't going to change the fact you 0 for 1. It ain't no 0 for 1 with an asterisk. Yeah. Motherfuckers don't say, oh, that motherfucker won a championship. <laughs> but, you know, they don't count because they star players was hurt. No, yeah. that team lost. Yeah. There ain't no asterisk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Well, it was a, uh, a lockout season. Uh, yeah. They still they, got they a They got chip. the ship. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? A motherfucker don't want to hear that shit. Suck her ass, buster ass niggas. But some funny shit. We got two quick funny topics. Anderson got one about some shit he seen on the internet. Here's the other one I got. I was talking to this nigga about it yesterday. So, with all this Popeye shit going on, so a chick sent her brother to damn (laughs) get them lunch. So, this nigga damn goes to Popeye's. Give all the background. She damn just sent him to get lunch. And she said she was going to pay for his. She was going to pay for his. Right. This nigga goes to get the lunch. Um, and it wasn't around here. So he goes to get the shit. They give out of the sandwiches while he's there. So he gets the last one. So on the way back, he stops and gets her two McChickens. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> So when Nick got back, she like heated because she said, damn, that nigga should have damn got her the sandwich. So me and damn, hey, he was just talking about the shit. He was like, absolutely right. <laughs> Fucking right. And I'm like, but this nigga might not have even been going. This She probably would have said, hey, go get me something to eat. Nigga said, hell no. If you go, I'll buy you something. All right, cool. Nigga roll out. I don't know, man. I'm like, he now, said Now you're you speaking intangibles, though. Like, we yeah. don't even know. Uh, tell him your take on it, man. What you said. Man, I think that was completely fucked up. I couldn't believe this nigga thought that was cool, so I had to use an example with him. <laughs> I was like, yo, so me and you, you tell me, you know what I'm saying, to go get something to eat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you got us. You won't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I just named some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, you want this Chinese meal? Like, you want the you want the salmon rolls? Yeah. And uh, Lose. you like you go pay for my shit? They got one order of salmon rolls left. 
So I decide, you know what? I'm gonna get these <laughs> myself, and I'm gonna go to motherfucking, you know, like public. Who not can't hear? Go to Publix, get you two sushi, two sushi rolls. <laughs> be like, hey, this was the last four, bro. I got yeah. you this. And how the fuck would you feel? You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not a lie. Like, if you say, if I say I'm paying, I'm off top. You know what I'm saying? Because if, like, like it said, it might the conversation might have went like that. But on her defense, that shit might have been like, nigga, I've given you gas before. Your ass, Obi, you should have been. You you need to go get me something to eat. But I see you ain't got no money right now, so I get your shit too. But motherfucker, get me my chicken. And then this nigga come back, mission failed, and then you come from, like, that's that's like five steps down, bro. He didn't get her nothing like designer. He went from motherfucking Popeyes and where they, where they at in the game right now, and they number one, down the motherfucker the McChickens, nigga. But she got two. No. That's All niggas that ate McChickens before, man. Nigga, um, and, and he didn't even say Southern chicken. Was, yeah. He said McChicken. That's the Bad motherfucking McChicken. little flat patty. That's, yeah. that's, that's disrespectful. Yeah, I just said, you know, if, Wrong. yeah, I, I agree with Anderson at the end. After he broke it down like that, I'm like, yeah, I agree. So, you know, but he go move on into his shit that he had that he he saw. A post yeah, on. yeah, and I want to get some theories about this. This was something I saw on, on the site. I won't give them a shout out until they give me a sponsor. Shade room. Huh. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga be on the shade room religiously. No, I don't. <laughs> This was actually posted on Facebook. Um, but hey, here we go. Um, settle down. A man gave the mother of his child $600 for school supplies and school clothes, but the man found out his baby mama split the money three ways with her two other kids. The other two kids are not his. The man found out, confronted her about it, and she explained the reason that she gave some to the other two is because the baby daddies for the other two don't do anything for their children. And she felt like, as a mother, it wouldn't be fair for one child to have nice things and the other two didn't. And the man told her, it, basically, those children aren't his responsibility. So that's not his problem. And then, you know, it's just, what's your, what's your opinion? What's your feedback? How you feel about that? Like, you feel like the mom was right or you feel like the pops was right? You know, you said you had an opinion you already knew, so what you got? I feel like the pops was right, and here's how it's, this is a simple fix. You take the kids shopping, buy them what they need, and send them home with that shit so you know the money went to what you intended it to. And <clears throat> I know people will say, because I've dealt with a situation like this, be like, well, you know, all the other kids in the house, with the kid too, and they all sharing electric and all of that shit. Motherfucker, if I'm paying child support, it's for my child. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? So if I'm on child support, them motherfuckers should be too. If they are and they're not paying, you need to take that up with them in the court system. But I am not paying for my child and your other kids. That shit ain't flying, man. You know what I mean? So hell no. And. The shit that made me think about that too. Think about this. Who was it? Uh, was it Jeezy? It was. It was somebody. It's like a big time rapper. Now imagine. We'll go with Jeezy. Imagine if you was in this situation. One of your baby daddies is famous, and the other one worked like a plant job, making like twelve, thirteen dollars an hour. 
And this motherfucker might be bringing they child like racks, buying designer, buying cars, all this shit. Like, you know, would you feel some type way? Like, well, I got it like that. I get the other little nigga something too. Like, or would you be like, fuck that? You know, your daddy should grind harder. You know what I'm saying? Like, the dick ain't made it. Well, you know, here's, here's when I think about a situation like that. Before I made a decision, because, you know, I'm not in the place to really judge anybody. Right. This is what I would think about. Like, I would think about the dynamic between those kids. Like, are you going to make a situation like, because we know bullying exists. Do you know those kids enough that those kids won't try to steal shit from their brother or fight, you know, that that child over that stuff or rip it up before they even get to school and have to deal with the situation like that? I would I would think about that and I would have to make sure I felt like that wouldn't happen within the household, much less outside of that, you know. So that would be something. Or even if the kid feels awkward, you know, feels like, you know, more so ashamed that they have these things because that that kid, from their worldview, they're going to see a clear side of poverty, even if they are in it, you know. They're going to have a worldview of that from people that they love, the kid motherfuckers that they right there next to, you know what I'm saying? So... I would have to understand how how my child felt about being in that situation, you know. So, um, but at the end of the day, I do think the the simplest fix, if you do say I don't want to do that, is what you said, hundred percent. You make sure your your kid has that. But I'm I'm in the mind frame that if if it's a situation where my kid, if if all the kids are fed and all the kids are clothed, if my kid has a more of a name brand on and these other children don't, eh. I'm not I'm not losing sleep over that. I would more so lose sleep if like my kid can eat and these other two kids aren't even eating. Like my moral ethics would be like, ah, damn it, you know. Like I didn't plan for this. I shouldn't have to, you know. I would go through all of that in my mind, but at the end of the day, I'm not gonna let them kids not eat. You know, so But you go let us split the six hundred. No, I would I would like I said, I'd already be giving I'd be giving shit, you know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now I can see some some food. Yeah, food, but yeah, just like name Hell brand no. designer. If my kids got that, hey, I got a you know, I'll just me to talk. I got a dad. I got a daddy. You know, right? <laughs> Sorry. Um, then moving on. Hey, so last topic. Um, and this came up. Somebody sent me this shit last week after we talked about. Uh, I don't know who was talking about deadbeat dads or some shit. Brian McKnight. He's oh, going yes. through a fucking divorce, and his ex-wife just went on talking about, oh, he's a deadbeat father, he doesn't take care of his kids. Um, this nigga came back and basically said, I'm not a deadbeat dad, <laughs> I have deadbeat kids. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, but elaborate on this shit. So, yeah, um, Brian McKnight, his kids are like in their 20s, mm-hmm. and uh, he talked about, hey, listen. I've taken very good care of my kids. Um, he said, I, I just pulled a plug. Um, I'm not paying for their townhouse or whatever they have anymore. Um, I'm not paying for their cars. None of that. They they don't want to do shit. They lazy. They got to get out and get it, you know. And um, some people were saying, like, once you get them used to a certain kind of luxury lifestyle, taking it away, that's bullshit. I'm in complete agreement with Brian tonight. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, call me what you want, but I'm in complete agreement with what he said. Make the motherfuckers get out and earn it. Um, I don't think he's a deadbeat dead if 
what he said is accurate. That's why they're giving him that tag. Um, in this case, I am of the mindset, first time I heard the term, but I love it. He has deadbeat kids. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and shout out to all the deadbeat kids. <laughs> deadbeat ass children. <laughs> hey, but imagine, like, look. And this is how, you know, because there's a lot of blended families. That Blended families are at an all-time high, you know, in life. I'm just saying, that's just real shit. That's just real shit. <laughs> they are. You know what I'm saying? Uh, you know, back in the 70s, you know, the, the stigma was predominantly, like, love children, you know. But, like, people conform, like, if, they, if they're pregnant, oh, we need to get married. That, that, was, more, that was more of a mindset. But now, motherfuckers, just, hey, it's whatever. And by the time you link up with the person you with, they might have a kid or two. Or more, and it might be on the other side. You know that that's. I'm just saying that's more prevalent. I'm not judging, but what I'm saying is this. This is the point I'm getting to. Imagine that you married a motherfucker, like like some shit like the movie Step Brothers, but you the fucking parent. Like you got like a motherfucking 25 year old motherfucker, a 25 year old nigga. This ain't even your son. He living at the house. You can't, you cock blocking you. You can't do shit. Right. You paying for this motherfucker shit. You paying for his car. If you want a night out with your wife at house, you got to pay his sorry ass to go somewhere that he should fucking be afforded to go. He should have money to go do. He should be a, a grown ass adult. Like, there's a, there's a time I feel like for fucking accountability. And you got to spread your fucking wings and fly now. Um, I, I will say, you know, there's situations, you know. If that's something that you you want, um, I have a I have an uncle. He's an accountant, right? Um, his daughter, she's got her master's. She's got her. She's getting her CPA. <coughs> Excuse me. He has a he has a mansion. Like he has a very very nice crib because he even he's saved and invested his money. He had real estate properties. He's done good for himself. He's retired. What he let his daughter do was like. He's, she stays in the upper, like, the upstairs wing of the mansion. Like, she just stays there. And all she fucking pays is, like, the electric bill. And she's mad about paying that. Like, all she is doing, and she works, all she is doing is stacking her bread. Like, and, you know, they, they, they're happy to have her around. They're both retired. But his son, ain't no fucking way he would have let his son. Like, you, you got to be a man and spread. Now, his son has done well for herself. And he's a, um, I think he's a mechanical engineer, you know, but he, he's got a good life, wife, two kids, happy, you know, cooling. But, you know, if it's a situation where you like, okay, I'm letting you do this and you're saving money or whatever and you, you, you agree on it, that's one thing. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's two people whose decision. But at the end of the day, if, if, if my uncle was like, yo, you got to get the fuck out now. Right. She has bread. Yeah, I ain't finna get in Cuz pockets, but Cuz has racks just in savings. Like she is done well with her money investing because all she had. I mean, you making over, you know, what I'm saying sixty k, you know, eighty k, and all you paying is an electric bill. But see, motherfuckers don't understand too. Is <clears throat> my pops had a rule? I remember, and I, I didn't, I didn't, he didn't live long enough for me to reach that point. But I remember my brother saying shit like, oh, I can't wait till I turn 18. I'm moving out. And he used to say, okay, well just <laughs> just make sure you got everything together. Because he had a rule. Once you left the house, oh, you're there's no coming back. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. You can, oh, I got evicted. Cool. Let's see if we can go uh, pay and I'll help you out, get you another spot. 
but that was a closed door. You're not coming back in the house. And a lot of a lot of people, you can see that their parents never taught them that because they don't ever stand on their own too. They always go do dumb shit, spend money on dumb shit because they always like, oh, I got mom or dad I could fall back on. And I hate how I lost my parents, but since 17, nigga, I didn't have nobody to fall back on. I had to do the shit. So it was either make it or shit, nigga, be homeless. So, you know, I, I feel where you're coming from. I told my daughter the same thing. Hey, you stay here, stack you up some money, then whatever you go do. But once you leave, I, and some people right. say, well, yeah, that's my son. No, I don't discriminate. Son, daughter, <laughs> once you leave, you're out. You're not coming back in here. Um, and and I, I love where you're going with that, man, because I've, I, I've been homeless. And, like, my mom was at a point in, of, of her life that if I if I would have reached out and asked her, she realistically probably could have. But I didn't. She, she, when I was going through that, she didn't even know where I was, like, on, on the fucking planet Earth. Like, I wasn't trying to reach out for my mom or, or anybody. Like, I, and I had too much pride, even when I had nothing, to be like, I'm going to get some help. Like, I need some. No, I, I had, I, I made up my mind at that point, you know, at this level of low, you know what I'm saying, while, while I'm living my troops, you know, I'm reaping everything I didn't sow. Yeah. I'm going to do this shit by myself or I'm fucking not. And that's it, you know. Um, I didn't have a mindset to to tag in to live with anybody, you know, or or you know get any anything, you know. Shit, I thought I was staying. I thought I was living with my partner, who had his own place at that point in time. He just had a baby. He graduated college, moved home with his mom. His mom had a baby on the way. His sister just Damn. his sister had a baby, but you know she lived in New Orleans and they were babysitting, so they had a whole lot of transition. And then you got me coming in this bitch fresh off of you know like pills and. You know, just fucked completely up. You know, niggas is just like, whoa. You know, I was out of there in like two, two weeks, two, two and a half weeks, instant homeless. You know, and my partner told me it was really funny. He was like, man, you know, we really, you know, never thought about actually, you know, putting you out. Like we expected you to be like, I'm gonna conform to you to our rules. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna do this, and I just was like, gone. <laughs> Uh, man, they just, I, I just felt like that dynamic, it just couldn't work out. You know, like, like I was working, like I was substitute teaching. I was working, um, late nights at the gap. Like I was doing every little, you know, every little in and out job and I would come in late, you know, and then they would, sometimes they would set their alarm. I didn't know the code. They didn't give me, just give me the code. So I would wake them up late night. Like I wasn't even out late necessarily. Or even if I was like, when I get off work. I don't got nowhere to go, you know what I'm saying? So I'm I'm drinking, I'm smoking somewhere by myself, like maybe by the lakefront, you know what I'm saying? And just, you know, just getting fucked up. And then I come in, you know, and, you know, I can understand why they had problems with it. So then it came to, like, let me know when you're going to be in or let me know when you're going to be out. And it just, it just it just got to a point. I, 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 I mean, they were reasonable requests, but that was just shit that I was not on. So the heck, you know, that's in life. But, you know, great banter, always good topics. We appreciate everybody, man. Make sure you follow us on the social fucking media, man. Fucking do it, man. Fucking I say podcast off fucking one word, man. Instagram and fucking Facebook. Whore. But no, no, all seriousness, man. I say podcast. Um, 
at gmail.com for topics, content, book, B-O-O-K, DJ Rain at gmail.com. <laughs> Send music, man. We need more music, man. Shout out to uh, Mafla Sakalana. On behalf of Merv, is the truth. I'm DJ Rain saying we'll see ya. <laughs> Damn, that shit really cool. That's just a clap. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm.